0: Welcome, everybody, to SideQuest Episode 2. As you can tell by the title, this is going to be about our personal top five favorite video game consoles of all time. Uh, we're also going to be including handhelds because, uh, Carter, you're the handheld guy. Uh, <laughs> do you think you could have yeah, done yeah. this list with just consoles or do you think it would have been, like, impossible?
1: No, I could have done it with just consoles. I could have done a, I could have probably done a top five with just handhelds as well. But
0: Yeah. Um... I don't even know if I played five different handhelds to be honest but
1: well anyway, I have...
0: before we get into that um i was wanting to real quickly plug our social media because we've been doing polls every day based on this topic so yesterday we'd done the 16-bit generation and carter who's in the lead on that uh the super nintendo right
1: oh yeah by a long shot and that was the hardest <laughs> one for me to. Uh, i was kind of answer. expecting
0: more of a fight on that uh the genesis is losing by 10 votes so if you all are regular, regular listeners and you want to help the Sega Genesis out, just follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're primarily our communities on Facebook, but we also post on Twitter too. But uh, Facebook, we love to see what you all share on our page. So if you're into retro collecting, just share some of your your finds and stuff we love to see it. But anyway, we're here to talk about our top five favorite consoles of all time. Carter, do you want to kick this off or me? Because what we're gonna do is we're gonna stop from or we're gonna start from five and work our way to our all-time favorite. And then I guess ping pong off each other. So Carter, do you wanna yeah. kick this off here?
1: Um, after that last segment, I think it's fitting I'll kick it off here. <laughs> You'll see why. <laughs> when I was coming up with this top five here, I was uh I was trying to think how I wanted to do it because I didn't want to do like, okay, and you, I pick PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4 because that would just yeah, be... Yeah, like, that would have uh, been really boring. Or, yeah, but um, so I want to try to stick with just like... like I mean, I'll pick more than one Sony device. I'll pick more than one Nintendo. I'll pick more than one Sega f- or whatever. But I mean, like I don't want to pick like PlayStation 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 just because I just feel like that would have been dumb. So yeah, And also said, uh,
0: whenever like... Because there's a nine-year age difference between me and Carter. I honestly don't think that we're going to have any... Overlaps. I think there's one on my list Carter might have on his list. But if we awesome. so happen, like if he says <laughs> Atari Jaguar, which is not going to happen, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's on my list, I'll just come out and be like, all right, that's my number three, and then we'll discuss it uh, together.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah um, that's fair. And also, I've I've had experience with almost every video game system ever made. So whatever he picks, I will have some experience with it. So we'll talk about it together.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the same for me. So, um, so anyway, I'll kick things off with number five, and I was kicking the tires between like four different systems that I wanted to mention at number five.
0: Yeah, you struggling uh, with this one.
1: Yeah, I really was. So maybe at the end of the episode, I'll go ahead and throw up my honorable mentions when we're done, just to keep from revealing anything. But uh, so for number five, I decided to go ahead and slide in the Sega Genesis that we were just talking Ooh, about. Okay, um, and the reason. Mm-hmm. The reason I chose it is because I I think I mentioned that I love the 16-bit era the most anyway. Yeah. But um, the Sega Genesis, man, like I remember growing up as a kid and being jealous of everybody else that had one. And my brother had a good friend that we used to stay all night at his house every now and then. Mm -hmm. And he would come stay at our house, and he would bring his Sega sometimes, or he had it at his house. And oh, my God, I loved it. And my cousin had one I would play on Sundays when I used to go to my papa's house. (laughs) So, (laughs) man, I just remember playing it so much and just never had one until I got older. And the first time I ever owned one myself was when I um, worked security and I had a Toyota Tacoma and mm-hmm. I took out the uh, sound system in it and put in a screen. So it had like a DVD player. Right. And I bought a cheap Sega Genesis at Magic Mart, one of those at games knockoff ones that has like built-in games and everything. But it also can read the actual games if you put them in the top. Mm-hmm. So it had a slot for real games. So that was the first one I bought, and I actually had it hooked up in my truck, and I played it at work, which is pretty cool. But, um,
0: <laughs> So, th- so man, was this before, up... like, those handheld systems that you can, like, put the... Well, no, Sega even made one. Isn't it called the Sega Nomad, where you can put a Genesis cartridge in the top, and you can play it on the go?
1: I'm pretty sure. I've heard of the Nomad, but, I, I mean, yeah, I don't that's think Sega's You can play Sega
0: Genesis games anything. on the go, and that was released back in the 90s.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't know how that... Well, they probably... There's probably a reason why I didn't pick up, because I think the... Uh, they had the Sega, was it, God, can I can't think of the name of the handheld they had. Jeff, me and him talk about oh, the game it all gear. the time. Game Gear, of course. We talk about it all the time. You can actually get a Game Gear in the whole entire collection for, for fairly cheap nowadays, even now.
0: Yeah, I um, have a Game Gear. It just fucking guzzles batteries. I think it takes six AA batteries, and the only game I have for it is Tom and Jerry. So, <laughs> not the best yeah, quality say- there as far as games go, but. Uh, as far hmm. as the Sega Genesis goes, I never grew up playing it at all. Like, I would see those uh, shitty little family dollar compilations. Like, you know what I mean? Like, play the top 50
1: Sega Genesis classes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like those. No, they weren't terribly
0: made. The audio's bad on them. But uh, later on, I got into collecting as a 13-year-old, and I wanted everything I could get my hands on. And the good thing about that is our grandma, or my grandma, I was about to say our um, she, she's heavily in the flea markets and stuff. So she would go to flea markets and oh, I would, yeah. Hey, uh, nanny, could you find me anything retro gaming collected or like to pertain to that? And she once found me that Sega Genesis in the box that, uh, I gave to Jeff that <laughs> I sold awesome. him for 50 bucks. So
1: yeah, that's I didn't a... play it
0: much, but from what I played with it, I had a blast with it.
1: Yeah, man. I just love that controller and everything. Like, I mean, like I grew up with the, uh, super Nintendo's in my house and everything. But um, the Sega Genesis, man, I was always jealous. But now that I've got one, I actually almost have as much Genesis games as I do Super Nintendo games now because I, I started going through all the heavy hitters. Like I would look up like top 10 list of Sega Genesis games and I would just go down and purchase them. And I really it really grew on me as I got older, man. I like that's why that we had that poll. I was like, man, I I've, obviously I want to pick Super Nintendo because of all the games that are on Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. but man that sega genesis is so much fun like it was i love the controller and everything it it was just great
0: and i'm looking forward to beyond oasis too because that'll be our first ever sega game we've ever reviewed
1: oh yeah yeah and and that was one of the first ones i beat that i had since i was you know got older and had a sega genesis so it's going to be a blast like i can't wait for you all to play it and try it out
0: yeah totally okay man my number five this is one that i absolutely knew that would not be on your list, and I don't even think it would be on the majority of people's lists. My number five is the Nintendo Wii.
1: <laughs> the Wii. Um, oh man, that's my number one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not on my list. Yeah, it's
0: kind of viewed as like a bit of a joke now because of like the whole like grandma's playing bowling and like the kitty system that Nintendo made, but. I think you really got to put yourself back to when it came out because whenever it came out, it was like a huge deal. It was like a huge fad, and it just surpassed its fifteenth anniversary.
1: I oh, got it um, almost it fifteen out. years
0: ago to the day. I got it on cr- Christmas that day, That's and awesome. it was a hard system to get a hold of. Nothing like how the PS Five and Xbox One is now, but it, it was a really hard system to get, and it was really exciting because I think oh, yeah. that was the first generation jump I've ever had was from the GameCube to the Wii, and it was a blast, man, like with the Wii, you have to appreciate it for what it was. I mean, it was a system that brought everyone together, like no matter who you were, everyone had a Wii, everyone had fun with it. Nintendo obviously made some horrible mistakes with it, um, they kind of shunned away the hardcore gamers and the Nintendo fans for more of the family crowd and the old people, <laughs> which really shot themselves in the foot with the Wii u, and that's why that system was so poorly like received right but I really enjoyed the games on it. It had amazing local multiplayer on it. Like, we had countless hours of fun at Jared's house playing, like Wii Sports Resort, Mario Party, Smash Brothers, Brawl, Carter's favorite game of all time.
1: No, uh, but...
0: <laughs> did, so, Carter, this came out when you was in high school, I think. Did it you did. Rem- do you remember I, like, uh... how like the Wii's release was for you?
1: Oh, absolutely, man. Because uh, I remember, because I got a PS3 when that whole console generation was coming out right because there was ps3 the new xbox well xbox one no xbox 360 sorry i think the 360 came out so early i almost forget that it was with it (laughs) because it released like a year early but um the ps3 and the wii came out but i remember the wii coming out and you know how like you get towards the end of the school year and everybody goes to school even though you don't have to anymore just everybody kind of shows up like when i was at trade school We literally would have, we had a Wii in our room. That was what we had. So we were all, you know, playing baseball, bowling, doing the whole Wii sports thing. Mm -hmm. And everybody, like they had an Xbox and everything, but everybody was coming to our room just to play the Wii. So that was huge. Like everybody was playing Wii. And even when I got back to school, like in the actual high school, um, you would go to where the Wii was just because the the baseball on it, the sports you could do, the bowling. I mean, everything about it was just, I mean, it was fun. And and never had a game like that before where you actually, you were actually moving your arm and bowling. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, I think they might have had something similar to that in the past, but nothing like like because they got like I don't know if you knew this or not, but the Super Nintendo has an actual baseball bat. Oh no, I I had
0: no clue about that.
1: Yeah, I was watching some YouTube videos about some crazy um, like third party controllers, (laughs) but um, it was. (laughs) I know
0: about the Power Pad, that thing that you ran on on the NES for like world class track.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but they had a baseball bat too that you would actually swing for a certain baseball game, which is pretty cool. Yeah, but um, but as far as like actual like the Wii was set up for that stuff, though, like, constantly, like, and that was the first time you really had that. Um, So, I mean, like, you'd have somebody pitching, somebody, like, because, you you know, you compete on the baseball, and everybody's probably played that at least once. I'm sure you have. Like, honestly, I'd say about everybody's touched it, because wasn't it, like, one of the best-selling systems? It's still, to
0: this day, Nintendo's best-selling home system, period. I think the Switch will probably end up beating it, because it's gaining on it. But as of now, it's still their top-selling home system. And there's a ton of things that the Wii introduced that is amazing for us retro gamers. Like we love retro games. Like the Virtual Console. Yeah. Uh, you got to think back in 2006, retro collecting was not really a thing. Like you could go to uh, a like a pawn shop or something and buy these retro games for nothing. Like they were, or like a yard sale or something. Like people were just giving them away basically, until oh, yeah. the Virtual Console came out and people started thinking about all those old games again. And it even had stuff like Sega Genesis and Neo Geo. So, like, that was a really cool feature back then. I remember I never connected my Wii to online and always wanted to so bad because uh, I would go to Jared's and his was, and he had some of those uh, retro games on his Wii. And I'm like, how the hell do you get these on there? He'd be like, you got to connect to the internet. And I had no clue how to do that. <laughs> like, I had no clue. Yeah, but, yeah. That's, uh, that's and it was good. backwards compatible with the GameCube. I mean, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's always I, awesome whenever a system is backwards compatible like that. I actually
1: um, want a Wii right now. I'd rather have a Wii than a GameCube just because of backwards compatibility and stuff and moving yeah. forward. Like, I've missed out on some of the Wii games and everything, but yeah, I'm actually um I would rather have a Wii than a GameCube just because of that. Cuz I think you can hook a GameCube controller up to it, right? Or is there a way to get Yeah, it hooked yeah, up yeah.
0: Right? you just you put them on the top. Uh, there's a little flap that opens up and you put it in the GameCube memory cards and the controllers.
1: Right? The so top. I mean like <laughs> I guess why would I get a GameCube, right?
0: Exactly. It's smaller. Family. It's more lightweight. Um, but yeah, man, uh, the Wii, I have a ton of nostalgia for it. Now it's, the Wii's kind of having like a little renaissance now. Cause you'll see like those TikTok videos of like the Wii shop channel music and the me maker music, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like,
1: yeah, it's iconic stuff. Um, so yeah, that's my number five. Okay. So now we're on to my number four, I take it. Right. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so my number four is a system that I recently worked on. It is the Game Boy Advanced. Oh,
0: uh, well, Carter, that's reason... my number three.
1: That's your number three. Yep. Okay. <laughs> well, I I was having a tough time put moving it at four or three, but the reason I put it at number four, um, well, just like the games it has on it. First of all, the library is huge because you have Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, original Game Boy. It goes all the way back, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And. The SP, when the Game Boy Advance SP came out, obviously, like, if we're talking, like, the stock system, the Game Boy Advance SP, the the backlit screen is just... I mean, that's crazy awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. But um, just the fact that it can play, like, every... Like, there's so many... Like, if you're into Pokemon, and you play, you know, that's what most people got their Game Boys for, especially, like, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up, like, our age and stuff, or, you know, within our age group, you can play all of them on the Game Boy Advance, right? Like, up to, I mean, uh, up to a certain point, of course. I mean, they got, you know, the DS and all those things are up now, but, I mean... Just, yeah. I thought the Game Boy Advance with that huge library and the amount of hours I spent, like I wear glasses because of a Game Boy, because <laughs> they didn't backlight the screen. But um, after I built built this one, and I, whenever you do get a chance to come in, I'll show it to you in person, man. It is unreal how good the screen looks. Uh, yeah, the I know pictures.
0: That's... I mean, if it if it looks anything like the pictures, it's it's sexy. I'm not gonna lie. That Game Boy but, Advance looks nice
1: yeah it, it's unreal how good it looks because i showed jeff side by side because i've got the advanced sp and like he i showed him that with the display and he's like yeah it looks real good he goes i play it all day and then i turn the one i modded on and he's like oh my god that's completely it's not in day different. It's, it's incredible mm-hmm. but um I, of course that's a modded system i mean any like if you want to if we threw in modded systems i'd be like psp probably up near the top for me because i think psp's modding community is pretty great yeah but anyway I was just counting that without any mods or anything. I'd still Game Boy Advance is awesome, especially the. Do you have a
0: Game Boy Advanced or just the Game Boy growing up?
1: Um, growing up, I had I started with a Game Boy collar and or color. My wife always gets on me because I say collar. She's like, "Are you putting it around a dog's neck?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> She's like, "It's Game Boy color." And we had I was like, "I was like, where's the U at?" So we talked about it forever, and then I looked it up on YouTube. Yeah. And it is color. It's Game Boy Color. So I was like, well, I guess I was wrong on that one. But I've always called it a color. But, I mean, Southern West Virginia, there you go.
0: I, yeah, um, I even uh, – like, whenever we were in, back in our Pokemon video, you would say Pokemon yellow, And I would just kind of, like, laugh to myself.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. I never knew my accent was so thick until I started working on this, uh, where I work for the uh, help desk I work at. People from up north, yeah. they all pick up on my accent. So um but anyway, yeah, the uh, so the Game Boy Color would definitely be up there on my list, but the fact that the Game Boy Advance plays it, and it actually makes the display a little bit bigger, which it kind of stretches the image, I don't really like playing that way. But still, mm-hmm. yeah, the fact of the matter is, the Game Boy Advance plays all of them plus, that would be like, my argument between PS2 and PS1, um, I would be like, how could you pick a PS1 over, I know some people probably would, but it's just like, and for nostalgia reasons I guess, but like PS2 plays all the PS1 games, right? Yeah. So it just like doubles the library. So, I, kn- I know does. that that's like a personal thing, I guess, but like for me, that's just why I put the Game Boy Advance at four. Just so many good games on it. I mean, like, you could probably get rid of all your systems and have just that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're good. Like, for like, by the time you get done with the whole library, what you're, you forgot the first ones. You're
0: 45 <laughs> years old and you're ready to move on, I guess. That's
1: what I mean. And it wouldn't be a bad lot. It's not like you'd be playing junk games either. They're all good. Like, there's so many good games on it that, um, even I've got a ton of, I mean, I put Mario and Luigi on the uh, podcast. Like, I mean, I just love yeah. this system. I love the handheld. It's it's comfortable. It's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll cover a pocket. little bit
0: of it now since it's my number three. Uh, this yeah. system was a bit of a lifesaver for me because I stated in a previous episode, my parents divorced when I was four. I had to meet every other yeah. weekend uh, from Tennessee to West Virginia. So that's a lot of time sitting in a car as a, as a kid and nothing to do. So, oh, sure. whenever I got that Game Boy Advance, man, that completely changed the game. Like, uh, that was what introduced me to RPGs with Pokemon. So I love it for that. I started off with a Game Boy Advance regular, and I had that shitty ass worm lot that you could buy at Walmart on the <laughs> top of that's it. That's horrible. Had,
1: just the regular, yeah,
0: game. <laughs> it was so it was so bad it barely helped you at all. But then later, I evolved into a, a Game Boy Advance SP, a dark blue one, and that was primarily how I played my games. But yeah i just have so much nostalgia with it and i honestly think that that system alone has made it to where it's impossible for me to get car sick because i will have i have some friends who can't even look at their phone while they're in a car because they'll get really nauseous but me i could read a book in a car i could play games it doesn't bother me at all so all that time sitting in a car playing the game boy advance didn't bother me um and that was also how i experienced a lot of the classics. particularly Mario, like Mario 1, 2, 3, World.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's incredible that they got all those games on there because I think we talked about that before. Maybe on the podcast, just me and you talking in the... Uh, we might have talked about it on the podcast. I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> it was in an earlier episode.
0: I can't remember which one,
1: though. But Yeah, the fact that you can put those Super Nintendo games on the Game Boy Advance is awesome. Like, if they had all the ones that are, like... They have all the classics, of course, but if they had, like, my entire library pretty much on Game Boy Advance, I'd get rid of my Super Nintendo tomorrow. <laughs> like, because, yeah. I mean, the Game Boy Advance is... It's pretty legit. Just the fact that I can play it handheld like that is awesome. And the, that new display is great, man. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to show you that. But, um, yeah, the, yeah, I just think the system itself is just, they did, a, they did a damn good job with it.
0: Yeah, it's a classic. And we have two uh, Game Boy Advance games on the wheel that I am looking forward to big time, like the oh, yeah. uh, WarioWare, Inc. and Mario and & Luigi Superstar Saga. Those are both going to be a blast. Uh, you've never played Warrior Wear, and I've never played Mario & Luigi. So we're both yeah, going to be experiencing wait. new stuff.
1: Yeah, it's going to be great.
0: Okay, so I'm next, right?
1: Yeah, time for your number four, and we've already exposed your number Number three. Number four, yeah, okay. So this is the one that I thought
0: that you would overlap with me, and I'm waiting to hear it. Uh, My number four is the
1: PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2, well, that is is one of my honorable mentions. I couldn't put it, I was torn between it and the Genesis, and then I've got another PlayStation on my list, so I just, I left it off. (laughs) But it's my honorable mention, though, love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, Yeah, like I said, I had to go every other weekend. This was the system that I had in West Virginia. I had the GameCube back at home in Tennessee. So in West Virginia, I had the PlayStation 2. And this was the system that really showed me that games were more than Nintendo. Like there's a whole other life besides just Nintendo games. And it hinted to more of that adult side of gaming. Like this was the first time I ever played a Grand Theft Auto game. San Andreas. Right. Um, I, well, actually, I didn't play that. Yeah, I shouldn't have been playing it at like seven years old, but I was. Uh, <laughs> we I all had are. a friend up the road. His name was Randy it, it, when I lived in Tennessee, and he had a PlayStation 2, and he had uh, Grand Theft Auto, and right. I'm pretty sure that was the first time I ever cursed was whenever I was <laughs> playing that game. Yeah. I remember saying it on accident. I said, fuck, and I, I like <gasps> like covered my hands against my mouth. Oh, yeah. You're like, like, I, I, like, I oh, not believe it. Yeah,
1: like, oh, I but can't believe I, it me so <laughs> <laughs> I'm going be so mad.
0: I'm going to be honest, though. This is the system on my list that I probably played the least amount of classics on because I've never played Final Fantasy 10. I know people bl- love that game. I've never played any of the Metal Gears on the PS2. I've never played. um, And what's the other one? I can't remember. But there's a there's a ton of games I never played on the system. The ones that I played were kind of more on the kiddish side. Like I played the Jack and Daxter trilogy to death. Yeah, um, I, I played the Sly Cooper trilogy, which is Harry still Potter. one of my favorite Sony um, properties of all didn't time. Either. Have you ever played any of those, uh, Jack or Sly?
1: Um, I have not played Jack. Um, I played Sly. Like I think it was Sly Cooper, uh, something in time, Thieves in Time, maybe. Yeah, um, that yeah, was on yeah. the
0: PS3. That was kind of the shitty one.
1: Yeah, I played it on Vita, so I had yeah. it was a free download on PlayStation Plus, so I ended up playing it a little bit. That's a game I would it. consider
0: putting on a future wheel, honestly, is the first Sly Cooper. I love it that much. But uh, And cool. also, that was, we were talking about this earlier, funny enough, uh, playing Rock Band and Guitar Hero on the PS2. Yeah,
1: that was huge. huge I remember that in high man. school. Everybody was playing that. Everybody. I love,
0: I love rock music. I always have. And that was just, uh, whenever that came out, I'll never forget. I was in Gatlinburg with my dad, and we was meeting with one of his uh, friends. And for some reason, he had a trailer on the back of his truck And it was filled with rock bands. I don't know if it was some illegal shit going on. (laughs) I don't know what. But he he saw me, and I was like an eight-year-old, nine-year-old kid. He's like, would you want one of these? I was like, sure. Why not? Uh, Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he gave it to me for free, and I brought it home. And I can never listen to Say It Ain't So by Weezer without thinking of the PlayStation 2 and rock band. Always associate it. Because isn't that the first song that you ever play?
1: Yeah, it is like uh, we were talking about it earlier. Like we had a band called uh, Dookie and the Ship Monsters. <laughs> that's just <what> Jared <laughs> named it, and uh, that song, man, that was the we probably played it the most, and that was the first one you play anyway. But uh, yeah, yeah I do. Every I think of that, Weezer say it ain't so. Instantly, rock band. Like Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: This is this is still to this day my favorite Sony console and my favorite Sony controller. I absolutely love the oh, PS2 controller. Incredibly. Yes, I
1: agree with that. I, I love that PS2 controller. I love the PS2, too. I mean, like uh, you mentioned the Metal Gear Solid series. Like I remember uh, the funny story with Metal Gear Solid. Well, I'll I'll probably be putting it on the wheel, so we're going to save the Metal Gear Solid (laughs) 2 story. But uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, man, I played it to death. Metal Gear Solid 3, oh my gosh, man. Uh, The only Grand Theft Auto I ever played was San Andreas, and that was on the PS2. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at because we were um, when I got my PS2 back out recently I actually got a stand for it now and uh, this is something that's useful for today uh, you can buy monstrous memory cards that work like I like instead of like the 8 megabytes that came with them like back in the day that you can save like just like I don't know 16 saves on if that yeah um, you can get one of like the one I put in it now is like 128 megabytes maybe or it might even be a couple gigabytes 120 gigabytes that's I don't really know.
0: nothing in today's time but back, yeah, that's like, what for I mean the PS2 man. that's fucking crazy
1: like I'd have to look at it. I think it might actually be a couple of gigabytes. But I mean, like you can s I could probably put all my game saves on it and I'll never want to run out of space.
0: Yeah.
1: So and then and it was like eight bucks for that too, by the way, on eBay. So if anybody wants to get their PS two out and get a memory card for it, I mean, drop you eight bucks and get you an awesome one and then you'll never have to worry about it again. Yeah. Right? Unless, you know, it's you know, mine might fail. <laughs> you know, sometimes you buy cheap memory, it, it happens. But um <laughs> But, man, but yeah, I mean, goes. it got me,
0: like the PS2 even kind of got me in the sports games because I'm not a sports guy at all, but there's so many amazing sports games on the PS2, like not even really the main sports people would think about. I'm talking more about Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Um, oh, yeah. SSX Tricky, I absolutely adored. Um, NFL Street, like that street version of The football. street version's
1: pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, I agree.
0: So fun. like Because that kind of made it more arcadey because I couldn't really get into the more realistic football and like sports games, but that kind of made it to where anyone could have fun with it. So that was my preferred way of playing it. And I guess to to wrap it up, it still has one of my favorite in like console intros ever that like PS2 opening, but whenever you turn it on, I agree. It's that's like chills right there, man.
1: I love it. I agree a hundred percent. Like when I finally hooked mine back up and heard that I was like, Oh my God, why haven't I not been playing this more often, even though like, Mm -hmm. And also, um, it looks pretty good on a HD TV if you use composite. It has yeah. like its composite out, so it actually got it looking pretty good. And I was, and that's just you know what comes with it, or it like has a natural or a composite out built into the system. Because I still got the fat model, which is pretty cool. But man, and the RPG games that are on PS2 are just incredible. There's a huge you can just play RPG games forever. <laughs> they have yeah, so that's
0: many. A, like I said, that's a system that I played to death, but I only had a very limited library. But now I'm at the stage where I really want to dive into the games that I missed out on because it has so much good shit on it.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure.
0: Okay, Carter, so your number three. What is your number
1: three? Time for my number three because we've already got your number three, Game Boy Advance. Yeah, Game Boy Advance. Um, My number three is the Super Nintendo, the one I grew up with. Okay. Um, Genesis is at five, and that was why it was tough for me to pick between the two when we had that poll. But, like, looking at the Super Nintendo library, like, growing up, I remember, like, I'll never not be able to play the Super Nintendo. I, and even like going back and looking at PS1 games, uh, I was like, man, these games look so rough now. They do not look half as good as they used to. And then I'd pop in my Super Nintendo games and be like, I can play this now. It still looks perfectly fine. Yeah. Where t- I know it's 2D versus 3D, but man, they look so good still.
0: Yoshi's Island is like art. Like
1: it looks, that
0: art style still looks incredible. It hasn't aged oh, today. Oh,
1: absolutely. Well, when we played through Super Mario World, I played it on my Super Nintendo and it looks still looks amazing. Yeah, Like, I mean, and that came out with the system, right? Like that was forever ago, but there's so many titles on it. There's like, I mean, Super Mario World, Chrono Trigger that we're getting ready to play soon. Mm -hmm. Um, The Super Mario RPG that we'll play one day. Um, But so many different titles for the Super Nintendo that that's another one where I could just go down a list and just play it all day long. Like I love it, man. And I grew up with that was one that I had the most games for growing up because the pawn shop across the road I would run across and (laughs) he sold... uh, PS1 games were $19 a piece, but Super Nintendo games were 2 bucks a piece. <laughs> so I could literally <laughs> go over there with a, you know, I, I'd take a $10 bill and we'd go buy five Super Nintendo games. That's how I ended up with a game called, I bought two games, one Super R-Type. Mm-hmm. And you may not, it's a, it's like a side-scrolling shooter game. It's awesome. Um, but R-Type 3 I bought over there for $2, right? And yeah. that game is selling loose for $200, 200 $250 bucks right now on eBay. Like that's the sold prices. And I'm tempted to just go ahead and sell it because I don't really play it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's $200 loose. Like, I can just cash out now. But I'm just yeah. wondering if the prices are going to go up or if we're in, like, a bubble and it's going to pop and everything. It's just going to come crashing back down. <laughs> Can't really predict those things. But, but, man. But back to the Super Nintendo, though. That controller, like, I have the original controllers that I guess we got when I was, like, four. And they're still... Still work fine, like I feel like I could go bury those controllers and dig them up three years later and they'd still work perfect. It's
0: a comfortable controller, it's what it's one of my favorite retro controllers ever.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it feels great in your hand. Like it's just, I mean, it's the whole Super Nintendo, man. It's just every I, I'm looking at it right now and it's just incredible. Like I still love it, man. I'll always love it.
0: Yeah, it, it that honestly, Carter, is probably my favorite old school Nintendo system. It's not on my list, I would probably put it on my honorable mentions. The more I think about it. But whenever I'm laying there on, like, on the Switch, like, before I'm about to go to bed or something, and I have a choice between the NES Classic, the SNES, and the N64, I always pick Super Nintendo every time. Like, I'll play a little bit of Mario World, play a little bit of Donkey Kong Country, uh, Yoshi's Island. It's just that system. uh, I said it in the previous episode, uh, actually. uh, I feel like the Super Nintendo just perfected that 2D style of gaming to, like, as good as you could have possibly gotten it.
1: Oh, I agree. Like... Like uh, uh well, I've mentioned the Super Mario World episode. I mentioned how I thought that that came out with the Super Nintendo, and I still feel like nobody's topped it yet. <laughs> like, but I mean, it's peak. Huh. It, I feel like they peaked there. Like that's that's where it's at. 2D gaming, yeah. <laughs> the Super Nintendo. That's why I give it the edge on Sega Genesis because the Super Nintendo just had such a it's, library. is so much better. Just in my opinion, like
0: it had a, it probably had a bigger variety. I think Genesis had more racing and fighting games and. That yeah, sort of stuff. But that's really not arcade. what interests me, particularly from this generation. I don't like sports games or racing games, unless it's something like Mario Kart or something that has aged really well. But like the RPG classics, the platformers, that's that kind of thing. I mean, you can't beat it.
1: Yeah, that's all on Super Nintendo too. Like Sega has a few, like they have like a Fantasy Star and uh they have a few different ones, a Golden Axe. I mean, they have some decent RPGs, but I mean, you talk about Final Fantasy 3 slash 6, whatever you want to call it. It's 6 over in Japan, 3 over here. But um, you got that game. You've got Chrono Trigger. I mean, just the list goes on. The RPGs on Super Nintendo are just, I mean, even to this day are just immaculate.
0: Yeah. So is Chrono Trigger the only SNES game we have on the wheel?
1: Um, This time, I believe it might be.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's one I've never played. Uh, I cannot wait for that. Terry Bragg, shout out to you, man. Uh, That's going to be an amazing experience.
1: Oh, it is. It's 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 an amazing game. I beat it once. I emulated it a long time ago. It's kind of an expensive game to buy. It's only a downside to it, but I mean, I'll still probably buy it just because I've been looking for a reason to, and I want to own that game just because yeah. it's that good. I really want to own it. So Corey sent me a picture
0: because he went to a uh, a game store in a mall uh, near us, and it was eight hundred and fifty dollars in the box. I was like, Jesus yeah, I believe it. Christ, that's insane. He said
1: if you look at lists of like top RPGs of all time. That game's almost guaranteed to be on it. like if you, like I'm talking like top RPGs of all time, like all systems, that game's going to be on it. I, I promise yeah it's good two two classics that I,
0: everyone has played on it or should have played is uh, Earthbound and Super Metroid. I love those games. Those are amazing. Have you played Earthbound and Super Metroid?
1: um i have played super metroid on an emulator a little bit but not too much but um i do love the metroidvania style games and stuff like that like i've always wanted to play it and go back and beat it um never really played earthbound i think i got it on the um was it on the wii, ver- wii u like virtual console yeah I, th- I think i did buy it through that and then played it for a little bit and then i ended up selling my wii u but um it's definitely one i've always wanted to go back and play yeah just never have had the time or just never have had a reason to really
0: that's yeah. one I would consider putting on the wheel at some point because it is Jared loves it. I know because he's, he's mentioned several times. He loves earthbound, but, uh,
1: yeah. I okay. So that's, that's number three.
0: It, that's a, a great pick. Yep. So moving on to my number three was the GBA. So my number yep. two is the Xbox three hundred and sixty. Um, this was my first online con- console ever at that time. I, I got it whenever I was around 12 or 13 years old and, that that generation, Carter. I don't know if you remember this. You, you was probably too old. So like, whenever you're twelve, thirteen, you're obnoxious. That was when like the console <laughs> wars were huge. Like the PS3 versus the Xbox 360 was a, a lot bigger than it was today. Like with the PlayStation 5 oh, and like Xbox, that. people don't really care. But back oh, then, oh yeah, it was I remember intense. it was. Yeah, I remember. And, it. No. Yeah, that that was one where I hated the PS3. I hated people who had the PS3. <laughs> it's oh, so man. crazy looking at them <laughs> fact now. But I was such a diehard like 360 boy. But the way I got it was I mentioned in the other side quest episode, uh, my friend Nick went over his house, played Fallout Three and Oblivion. That turned me on to RPGs, and from that point on, I was like, "Man, I got to get this fucking thing." So I'll never forget uh, the way I got my first gamer tag, which I still have kept for ten years now. I've never changed it. I never will change it. Uh, whenever you was making an account back then, it would you would add, add like a little nickname. So my nickname was Big T. I just typed in Big T. And then they would give you three preset names to be like, okay, welcome to Xbox Live. What do you want your gamer tag to be? One of them was Rational Big T, one of them was lovely big T, and one of them was Dominated Big T. And then at the bottom it would say, <laughs> add your own nick like your own gamer tag. So you could you didn't have to pick that. You could just pick something else. But I was so in a rush to play on- online. I was just like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Uh Dominated. That looks the best. So I just picked Dominated. And to this day, that has been my gamer tag. So if anyone wants to add me on PlayStation, yep. it's Dominator Big T. I don't care how will add you. But um, for, yeah, I'm, I'll never forget the first online game I ever played was GTA 4, and that was just amazing. That I don't know, it was just one of those groundbreaking experiences for me because I actually did play GTA 4 at Jared's house whenever he was. I think he was at football practice one day, and Tammy was just super against that. Jared's mom, she would not let me play it, but I snuck up to his room and played a little bit of it, and I was just amazing. Nice. I was like, I gotta get this game.
1: But uh, awesome. did you have a 360? I ended up getting the PS3, right, when I was in high school. That's what my mom, like one of the last guests I guess, big Christmas gifts my mom got me before I got too old to be getting those nice things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did own a Xbox 360. I bought one in college when I was working. Uh, I was working at Taco Bell, working and uh, going to school at the same time. Like, you know, you have to do when you're a poor college kid.
0: Yeah. But
1: um, I ended up buying an Xbox 360 off of a guy for like I think it might have been one hundred and fifty bucks, maybe, mm-hmm. and it came with a couple games. I bought it because um, on the PS three I didn't really have nobody to play with. Because I don't know if because when the PS three launched, it launched horribly, and nobody it was, was like six hundred dollars, wasn't it? Yes, I ended up. I think I got mine. Mine was the forty gigabyte Metal Gear Solid Four Gunmetal Gray Edition one. It's the one I still have to this day. I got it for like four hundred bucks. I think my mom paid four hundred bucks for that back in the and that was this was back in two thousand seven. I think it was. Yeah. So about 2008 ish, I'm working at Taco Bell. I'm going to school, and this guy had one for sale. I ended up buying it off of him, and I bought it to play Modern Warfare Two with Jared Austin and everybody.
0: Yep, uh, that, I, that was the game I was going to mention. That was that's still my, to this day my favorite Call of Duty ever made.
1: Mine too, by far. Like I loved that. Was just an amazing game.
0: Incredible game.
1: Right, and I, that's what I got my 360 for, was just to play that. So I ended up playing Modern Warfare 2, and then eventually they all kind of quit playing Modern Warfare 2, and I sold my Xbox 360. But the other game that came with it that I played a lot, um, have you ever heard of Blue Dragon? No, I don't think okay, so. Okay, Blue Dragon, it, it is a JRPG, and it looks a lot like Dragon Quest. I think it has the same artist even, maybe. But um, I can't confirm that. But uh, man, that game was awesome. That's It's an awesome turn-based JRPG. And to this day, I'm pretty sure it's only on uh, 360. I don't even think there's a PC port of it. I could be wrong about that, but I I tried to find it recently on the laptop I'm using now. Couldn't find it. So it's a pretty good game. Like, it's not like a, whoa, you never played this before? But it's like, man, if you want to play a good JRPG and have a 360 laying around, get that game. Yeah, that's weird um, because
0: I don't associate the 360 with JRPGs. I always associate it with more like... Uh, Skyrim and F- uh, Fable. Fable. I love yeah, the Fable, Fable games. Uh, I wish that was one of my favorite Microsoft franchises. Uh, They were great. Did you ever play Fable?
1: Um, Yeah, I actually played Fable in a, when I was in Great Lakes in the barracks <laughs> when I was in the Navy. <laughs> uh, my buddy bought an th- uh, Xbox 360 and he had Fable and we played it a little bit in the barracks room after class every now and then. It was his but we played it together a lot yeah. and I ended up getting, uh, that's when I played more wind on my laptop all the time. But anyway, um, man, I played quite a bit of 360. And I remember I sold my 360 for like 150 bucks, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up buying it back off the same guy like a year or two later for the same price. And I remember uh, his brother was like, how does it feel to have sold it for 150 bucks and bought it back years later for 150 bucks?" And I was like, well... When I sold it, you had two games and one controller. I bought it back with four controllers, wireless, and, like, 20 games. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they even had the uh, hard drive for it, like, the bigger hard drive. So Yeah, you could, I'm like, okay. rip it off the top. Yeah, I was like, I think I feel I'm feel all right about it. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, I actually liked the three I kind of wish I still had an Xbox or a 360 or something. I know the 360, like, I tried to look up a YouTube video of Xbox 360 in 2021, and I'm pretty sure it's dead. Like, I don't even know if you can do anything on it anymore, but.
0: You can, like, because uh, whenever we landed on Banjo, that was how I played it. I had it on my 360 and I got it out of my closet or whatever. And it still has a marketplace, but you can tell it's ba- it's like the PS3. Like if you go to the PS3 marketplace, they oh, put no effort in the presentation of it. So it's it <laughs> yeah, looks rough as hell. On. But I mean, to be fair, that system is 16 years old. But oh, like you yeah, were yeah. saying earlier with the PS3, like it had a rough launch. Don't get me wrong, those 360 had a fucking rough launch. Uh, my cousin Brandon Brewster had one and he had the infamous Red Ring of Death.
1: Oh, that was X- their thing. Xbox yeah. 360. Yep. And he,
0: he had to wrap it in a towel every day to keep it alive. And I always remember that. That was a funny little memory.
1: Wow, oh, they he, took a, such a hit, Microsoft did with that Red Ring, because it seemed like almost everybody was getting one, like eight out of 10. Con- it was like an insane number of it was. Uh, consoles had that. And they ended up having to replace them all. And it was just, it was a mess, man.
0: I don't know if you remember, there was three different versions of the 360 you could buy. There was the Arcade, which I think had two gigabytes. There was the normal <laughs> standard one, which had, it was white and it had 150 gigabytes. I could be wrong. And then there was the Elite one, which was solid black. And that one had 200 gigabytes. I had the Elite. And oh, yeah, yeah, was was those uh... had red rings for the most part. So mine never had that. But I mean, yeah, the 360 introduced me to, a ton of different genres I never played before, like shooters, like we said with Modern Warfare 2. That was kind of my generation's, like, Battle Royale was, like, the Call of Duties. That was when they were at their peak. And Halo, I absolutely loved Halo Reach and 3. Those were a lot of fun. Uh, Builder games, like Minecraft. I mean, that was my generation. I played a shit ton of Minecraft on the 360.
1: Oh, I've got to throw out the Halo love because I played 1, 2, and 3, and I beat it. I beat all three of them with... Anthony Vance
0: who uh-huh. listens to our podcast. Anthony. Yes, sir.
1: Used to st- we used to stay up all night and we beat Halo. We beat Halo Two and we beat Halo Three together. We beat all three of those together. So shout out to Anthony. He'll, He'll yeah. remember. Oh yeah, we used to do that all the time. But uh, that, the, co-
0: dude, the co-op Halo campaigns were the best. Those were so fun. Oh my,
1: yes. I would, like if we pick Halo on the podcast, and we should. We got to figure out a way to do it co-op. <laughs> like that's the only that. way to go. That's one of my favorite
0: memories, me and Brandon Brewster playing that. And on the 360, you could burn CDs to the hard drive and you could have albums saved on your hard drive. So we would listen to ACDC Black, Back in Black while playing uh, Halo. And that, that's, right. that's just a, a, a memory of mine that I love.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So no, I yeah, was the thinking.
0: 360, uh, still the best Xbox system, no question.
1: Right, and I was thinking it didn't launch with like one hundred and fifty two hundred gigabytes, did it? Like that was came on later on, maybe. Yeah, I could I
0: could yeah. be wrong, but that, that's what I remember. Whenever I was buying it, was those three versions.
1: No, you you could be right though. Like I said, I never got one until later, and I, I think mine might have had twenty gigabytes, maybe, or I could be wrong about that too. I couldn't even tell you. I know yeah. it had it, they, he had, he put the sixty gig I think hard drive on it, but anyway, it was it was still a fun system, and even now, to when I see someone turn one on, I get nostalgia just from where I had one for that short while. So so yeah 360 is a good system
0: all right man you're number one favorite of all time
1: no i'm at number two now
0: oh number two fuck
1: yeah <laughs> yeah you got your number two in i think because we skipped your number three because uh yeah that's that's, that's
0: it that's it
1: so my number two is the letdown playstation vita
0: <laughs> oh i thought that would be number one okay no, yeah now that, i'm really curious that's
1: my number two my number two is the PlayStation Vita, and oh my gosh, what a beautiful handheld. Yep. <laughs> the best handheld. I, I still like it better than the Switch, but um, gosh, I love that. Uh, it's made me so mad that uh, even now, if you want to get a 32 gigabyte SD card for the PlayStation Vita, if you don't mod your system, you're going to have to drop $100 on it. Yeah. And that's always been that way. And that's what killed the system, in my opinion, was the fact that they overpriced their uh, memory cards for it. And when I first bought the system, I was... I was on, I was drilling, right? I was doing my weekend drill when I was still in the Navy. Yeah. And me and a buddy of mine went over to GameStop and I was like, I really want to buy a Vita. I was working security at the time and I was playing my Genesis all the time. But I was like, you know, I really would like to try this uh, PlayStation Vita out. So let me do that. I might have actually got done playing Pokemon on the Game Boy Color. But anyway, I was. Uh, <laughs> I went in there to get a Vita. And I bought it. It was like 250 bucks because this was like when they first launched, and you mm-hmm. did not have to pre-order them. Nobody's really buying them. But anyway, I'll go in there. I get my Vita, and the first game I buy is one I planned on buying, and it was Rayman Origins. I played it on 3DS because uh, a guy I worked with uh, security. We had two people, two security guards at a time. Yeah, and we played Rayman Origins on his 3DS, and that game's fun as hell. So I ended up getting that's it on the one Vita, with the cool
0: ass and- art style in you know? it.
1: Oh yeah, that game was fun as hell. They got Rayman Legends now, and I think Legends has all the levels from Origins that you can unlock. They're like paintings or something like that. Yeah. But But um, man, that those Rayman that got me into Rayman pretty heavy because I beat Origins and I I haven't beat Legends, but I played it so far and I just keep get, keep getting sidetracked. Yeah. But anyway, I ended up buying that and I ended up buying Resistance Burning Skies too. Now I have you seen have you seen my whole collection of Vita games? Like it is. Huge. I have not. I've, I've got got a, not
0: had the privilege to see your Vita collection. <laughs> I, ne- I right. want to I've, really bad.
1: I've got a few collector's edition things. I've got a ton of games. And then that doesn't even count my downloaded games. I think with count my downloaded games, I have almost, if you want, if you count like my classics, the indie games, everything, I have over 200 games for it.
0: Damn. But
1: um, gosh, that screen, that OLED screen is just so, I even had the uh, one that had the LCD screen, the PS Vita 2000, the Slim. Mm-hmm. I had two models of the Vita. <laughs> so that's, that's how much insane. I loved it. That was just such a good system, man.
0: I don't and, have uh, much to say about the Vita. Uh, you were the only person I ever knew who had one. And, I mean, for people who don't I'm know, we don't always know. call, like, Carter the Vita boy. Because, like, I mean, you, this is – I thought this would be your favorite system of all time for how much I've you always touted and about and it. it. Like, you are such an RPG nut, and that is what the Vita excels in tenfold. So, yeah. I, could, I can definitely see why that's your favorite. And it's portable, and you love portable systems. But I actually did buy a PS Vita for, like, a month. I was um, at Computer Whiz with Jeff and Jared. And I remember I saw, that. No, I was there too. And it was for a, a reasonable price. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. And I bought it with, um, I think, the Sly Cooper trilogy, the HD versions. And I played it, and I loved the Vita. I really did. But I don't know why I ever sold it. I probably needed the money for something or just wanted to get rid of it. I don't know. But from what I played with it, it was an amazing handheld. And the, the community for the Vita is so... I mean there's not a lot of you all but they are so dedicated and so like intense oh, about Vita. Yeah.
1: yeah, and it's uh they also in uh, created this thing called the PlayStation TV and it oh, plays Oh, your... you can
0: blow it up to the TV. Like yeah, yep, yep.
1: it's just a little box that you can put your memory card in and your PlayStation Vita cartridge and you can play Vita games on your TV using like a PS3 and I think they updated it to where you can use a PS4 controller as well. Yeah. I didn't support it too much because, I mean, there wasn't no real apps on it besides just playing a few Vita games every now and then because I was expecting there to be like, you know, maybe a Netflix app or YouTube. I mean, those aren't like that important. It's a gaming console, but uh, right. I was going to use it in my camper when I was when I was working at Hino, uh, and I was say I think I mentioned it a few times I stayed in the camp- camper through the week and come home on the weekends mm-hmm. and I would always have my Vita with me. But uh, I got that Vita TV and it was so small and it fit perfectly. And then um, I couldn't watch some stuff on it, but I still was able to play all my Vita games on it. So it was still pretty cool. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, man. There's so much support for Vita that it, that it probably shouldn't have got just because the system was made so good. Because there was any developers that kept going after Sony pulled the plug. Like years later, like, oh, they finally yeah, stopped sure. putting games out for it. And uh, Sony mentioned they were shutting down the PlayStation Store recently, and everybody was throwing a fit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but... it was for the PSP, the Vita, and the PS3. I yeah, know I they think... got they they went ahead and got rid of the PSP store, but they kept yeah. the PS3 and Vita.
1: Yeah, yeah, which I can see them getting rid of the PSP store, which I just now recently got a PSP and I I've not really played it much, but I which, yeah, I had one. Just briefly mentioned it. Yeah, I had Ape Escape on it and I loved it. I thought it was fun. Right, just comparing it to the Vita though, like it's No, it's, it's nothing tough. like the Vita. <laughs> Vita is such a good system, man. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. I always love it. So my number one, correct? Yep. This is it.
0: Okay, man. I don't think this will be any surprise to you. My number one is the Nintendo GameCube. Uh, this is the system that made me a gamer. Uh, this this wasn't technically my first system ever. Uh, my first system ever was a PlayStation 1 when I was three years old.
1: Uh, yeah. I
0: don't remember playing it much. The only game I had on was Spyro. I loved it from what I played. And honestly, my history could have been completely different if my PlayStation ever broke. I could have been a PlayStation boy from that point on and never a Nintendo kid. Right. But for some reason, it broke. And I guess my dad was like, man... He's upset about this, so let's get him something else. And on 2002 Christmas, I got a GameCube with the Harry Potter game we reviewed, uh, Mario Sunshine nice. and Luigi's Mansion. And that completely... Oh, that's the reason I'm doing this podcast right now. I mean, there's yeah. no way around it. Um,
1: I mean, that's three big hitter titles, too, right there.
0: Amazing games. And they will definitely be on this podcast at some point in time, the remainder. They're way better than Harry Potter, I'll say that much. Um, but not, the just, other not even like thinking about the nostalgia, I think that this system was when oh, Nintendo yeah. was at their most experimental and adventurous for the most part. Cause if you think about it, every like even their major uh, franchises like Mario, they gave him a water jet pack and it was like no Mario game before that. And I think it's still to this day, my favorite 3d Mario platformer. It's amazing. Wind Waker. They completely changed Zelda the art style. I mean, that was really baldy of them and they didn't have to do that. But now, people love wind waker metroid they made a first person shooter with metroid prime it introduced animal crossing I don't want
1: to bring that up animal crossing big time yep.
0: <laughs> i love animal crossing that's one of my favorite franchises ever uh, i know you hate the gamecube controller don't you
1: yeah i'm not a fan of it okay
0: that's one of my favorite controllers i know that's just a personal thing but i absolutely love it uh the game that you love so much the smash brothers community has Made it to where that they still sell GameCube controllers to this day in Walmart. You can go in there and buy one. Yeah, um, <laughs> and also has the Game Boy Player or Game Boy Advance Player, which is uh, amazing. I remember getting that as a kid and playing Pokemon Emerald on my TV
1: screen. And yeah, now that would that would be awesome. Like I would get a GameCube today just for that. Like, yeah, I know that's like yeah, a totally that, that different was, thing. That was that's incredible. Almost, are those not more expensive than the GameCube now? The actual Game Boy Player with the disc i'm not sure i still have my game boy
0: player and the disc um i just need some game boy Advance games and i could play them uh, that's pretty cool so yeah man that's my number one i it's just a system that i love to death um i wouldn't be on this podcast without it i mean that's just the bottom line
1: well i actually had a GameCube for a short while i don't know if you knew that or not no but um i bought it just to play uh a killer title. I wanted to play Animal Crossing. <laughs> so I ended up having a GameCube for that game. Wow. I was playing it at Jared's house and everything but I never had one myself and, and I wanted one. Yeah. So I ended up uh, I don't even know what happened to my GameCube. It was a, one of the, what is it, purple GameCube? The, the popular one that everybody had I think. I had the black
0: but I think the purple was the most popular.
1: Yeah, that's the one I had um, and, and I, I bought it when I was working security because I kind of went through a phase, kind of similar to what you did when I was wanting to get a little bit of everything. Yeah. But I had the GameCube, and I bought Animal Crossing for it. And there was another game that and borrow, borrowed. And it was a horror game, but you would go insane. Eternal Darkness. Yeah, that was it. Uh, I played it for a little bit. That is a that game was a I've pretty... been dying to
0: play. People say that's one you of like the like, like most underrated horror games ever.
1: Oh, big time! That game was pretty intense. Um, I didn't get all the way through it, but I got pretty far in it, and that's a that is a damn good game. Mm-hmm. And another time I experienced the GameCube was uh, at Jared's house. He had Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles on the GameCube. And yep. we always joke to this day about the uh, part where they're like, but of course, we all sprouted from the mushroom forest. <laughs> we still <laughs> laugh at that because I was playing because he had and he wasn't really playing it. And I was playing through it because we had an NCAA football dynasty going on the PS2. So Whenever mm-hmm. he was playing his game, I'd play Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles um, or Arcanum. We were playing Arcanum a lot too on the PC, but I remember getting so far through it and it was just like this Crystal Chronicles game is pretty cool, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's I don't have too much more experience with the GameCube other than those like two yeah. or three games. I do have a Spyro game like Enter the Dragonfly, but I don't even know if I ever really played it and I think it's terrible yeah i've seen i think it's like beyond the
0: trilogies like of crash and spyro on the ps1 like those later games are a little hit or miss
1: yeah yeah i'm pretty sure that one missed hard because from the reviews i see that was a pretty shitty game but i don't think i ever played it i just wanted to own all the spyro games because that's one of my favorite like if you get on psn and look up cart's food which is always my gamer tag that's um you'll see spyro the dragon that's like my avatar right now so it's always always has been yeah Time we for need my a little drum roll, roll for
0: your uh, number one, Carter. I'm, I'm curious. I really don't know what this is going to be, so I'm, I'm ready. Right.
1: Well, I hope I don't let you down. But for me, the number one system that that I choose, I guess. <music> I'm going with the PlayStation 3. I didn't love... expect it,
0: to be honest. Didn't expect that.
1: Yep, that's my favorite ever and I've still got it hooked up. I've never unplugged it since I got it in 2007. The only thing I've done was I put a new hard drive in and I did that not too long ago. I put a 500 gigabyte hard drive. You can get one for 25 bucks. So if you got a PS3 sitting around, get your laptop hard drive, format it, put it in there, boom. But anyway, just I was thinking like when the PS4 came out, everybody was rushing to get one. I didn't get a PS4 till like 2017. And even then, couldn't care less about getting one. I was just I mean, you got to move on. Sometimes everybody else is playing Call of Duty. If you want to play with them, you got to get a PS4 now. Yep. But um all the game, the library on the PS3 is awesome, especially if you get one of the backwards compatible ones with the PS2 games cuz then you can play all all of them. Well, not it's yeah, not 100% one 2 and 3 backwards compatible just but crazy. Yeah, that is like the greatest games ever in my opinion. Or at least I mean, you know, I love the Mario franchise and stuff, but I mean like The one, if you had that library, that I don't don't see anything competing with the one, two, and three library. Mm -hmm. I know that's a personal opinion. That's just that's so many
0: games, it's unreal. Like I don't know the PS2 uh, library alone, I think is like twelve hundred. Right, it's insane.
1: That's what I mean. But the PS3 for me, like when the PS4 came out, I wasn't like, oh my god, I have to have it. I was just like. That's kind of yeah. just a PS 3.5. Like I didn't see it him is. really and upgrading I, Real too quick, much. I don't want
0: to take away from the PS3, but the PS4 and the Xbox One, that generation, that was such an underwhelming generation to me. Because like, if you think about all these, like every previous generation before it, they had like something that really stood out that made that generation what it was. This I past agree. generation has just been kind of like a wet fart. It's
1: just like, well, you know, whatever. I agree 100%. Like, PS1 came out, and it's like, holy shit, this plays CDs and stuff. And, of course, you know, the whole 3D thing and the 64 and everything when those came out, yep. you're getting 3D and all that. PS2 came out, and it plays DVDs, which is pretty incredible for the time. And, um, and then you had the PS3 come out, and that's the first, like, HD gaming finally here. And it also played, played Blu-ray, if
0: you're into that.
1: So, I mean, like, it was pretty incredible when it came out. And even now, like... It's two thousand twenty one and you can still play online PS three games. Like if you pull if you threw in Black Ops right now or Black Ops two, you'd go online and find a match right now. Yeah. And also PS three, it's online was absolutely free. And you can still play PS three online without a PS plus subscription. Which is pretty What cool. about
0: that service they did called PS Home? Did you ever dabble in that? Uh
1: like once or twice, not like Jeff and Jared did.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Never mind.
1: <laughs> I, I tried it every now and then, but I thought it like they loved it and I just thought it was dumb. Like you could get on there and like meet people, I guess, and talk to them. But like, I'm just like, uh, um, I'd rather play, you know, Fallout Three, uh, Fallout yeah. Vegas. Jared Sky would be or... crazy.
0: He would just like run around the cheetah speedo and like fuck with people. But yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying.
1: But like, I, I was just love playing games on it. Like, uh, there's God of War, and they made the HD collection. I love the God of War series. But then, uh, like the most recently, when I was in school, la- at the end of last year, so just, a, well, I guess about a year ago now. I didn't know time was flying by that fast. But... I beat God of War Ascension on PS3 for the first time. And even now, new like a new PS3 game to me feels like a brand new game. Like, it's a new experience. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I still feel like that console, man. It just stands up so good. And also, you can still, like, the Vita can stream the PS4 flawlessly, but it could stream the PS3 back in the day, too. Like, it still can. Like, you use mm-hmm. it for the PS3 as well. I just think the ps 3s library. And the fact that I can still swap it out with the PS4 and it really wouldn't make a difference, like... If my wife wanted to watch Netflix, she can watch it on the PS3 or Hulu or everything. It's still supported pretty well. Like I know the store sucks and you have to add money a different way now. They kind of just did that. I downloaded everything on it and I still play it and I, I'll continue to play it. I don't see me stopping until they pull the plug on it entirely. Like I'm just going to keep going with it. And I've got so many games for it. i probably got 50 PlayStation 3 games because when Jeff got sold his system, he traded in his PS3 and his PS4 he didn't trade in all his games because they wanted to give him like one or two dollars a piece and he just ended up giving them all to me. So I have a huge PS3 library. But I mean, I'm talking like when it comes down to the PS3 games, you got like Oblivion, The Last of Us, Uncharted series, um, just so much great stuff. Like I, I just, it is. that's my number one. Because I still see yeah, me playing I mean, it. For I, like I didn't time.
0: experience the PS3 that much because like I said, the 360 days, I hated the PS3 for just dumb, you know, teenager bullshit. But now whenever I look at it, it is an amazing system. The only thing I do not like about the PS3 is the controller. And I know that's so uh, an unpopular in opinion, but I hate the PS3 controller. I don't, it's so small. The triggers are just so slippery. Um,
1: a lot of people hate the uh, L2, R2 on it because you can barely tap them and they're so easy to hit. Yeah. Um, even like games like Call of Duty and stuff, instead of L2, R2, it's al one R1 to shoot and aim. Yeah. That would throw you off whenever you get the PS when I got the PS4 and was playing because then it started using the trigger buttons again, like everything else does. But yeah, that that is an issue, and I can see somebody not liking the PS3 controller for that. But I still love the PS3 controller. Even then, I was like, why does the 360 not have like they're using double A batteries? And the Xbox One came out, and they're using double A batteries. They're still they're using like, AA batteries. it's fucking crazy. AA on it. Like, I don't, I don't know what the deal is with that. I mean, like, I love my Game Boy Advance and it uses double A, um, but I mean, it came out in 2003. <laughs> 2021 yeah I, now. I don't understand
0: they must have a deal with duracell or some shit i don't know
1: <laughs> i have no idea man but but anyway yeah ps3 yeah, is my this, number this one this was
0: fun man so a quick little recap uh, my top five number five is the wii number four is the ps2 number three is the game boy advance number two is the 360 number one's the GameCube. all right Harder?
1: my top five number five sega genesis number four game boy advance number three super nintendo number two, PlayStation Vita, and number one, PlayStation
0: 3. Yeah, there you have it. And uh, maybe one of these days we can get Jared to get on here and give his top five, because he was wanting to, but like always, he's busy with work and the busy guy.
1: That's fair. Yeah. yeah. But And but, also, if um, you're listening to the podcast, uh, get on our Facebook and tell us why your top five consoles of all time are, yep. or tell us why you hate what we picked. That's fine. <laughs> the day it. that
0: we're recording this, I just made a, um, a poll about, the three uh, D generation, the first three D, so N sixty four, Sega Saturn, PS one. I think the sixty four is winning. Am I right on that?
1: Um, yeah, winning by a lot, and I was that's what I was mentioning in that chat. I was like, I didn't see everybody going to pick the sixty four, but I, I know think Mitchell Cook was when... like, "Come
0: on, guys, what the hell?" And he was like, he was putting up some good arguments. Like,
1: well, I feel uh, like people, I think look... people
0: are a little nostalgia blind by the N sixty four, honestly. But that's I what mean, I mean. I mean, I mean everyone has their preferences. I prefer the N sixty four, but
1: yeah, that's I, just I, me. I... People, like, I think they look more favorably on, like, Super Mario 64, Ocarina of Time. Like, they don't remember that shitty-ass controller or they don't remember the, uh, (laughs) like, uh, you know, you got Spyro, Crash, all the Final Fantasies. Like, there's so much Legend of Dragoon, uh, Chrono Crawl, all these games on PlayStation I could name off. But, I mean, there's a lot of good games on 64, too. Like, it's a preference thing. I think it's fun. I think it's fun to talk about these things. That's what we're doing, right? Yeah.
0: And then once we we release this episode, we're going to be doing the generation after that. So, GameCube ps2 i don't think nintendo is going to be getting this one to be honest xbox Uh, it's it's (laughs) going to be a it's going to be a close race so if you all want to follow us on facebook and get in on that we would love to have you and yeah this was fun
1: carter absolutely we'll see y'all next time on either episode or next side quest but this is fun